there. Welcome to Ansplaining, the health, lifestyle, and career podcast where we talk about all things that are driving my curiosity. I'm Anna, a 24-year-old professional and very much not professional, and I'm so excited to be jumping into this podcast. I think this first episode will probably, almost certainly, be the hardest. Because, like, starting is always the hardest part, right? How do you start off something that you're not even totally sure where it's going to go? But also, like, that's sick. Who knows what's going to happen? So, firstly, the name. Let's talk about the name I chose for my podcast, Ansplaining. So Anne's is a cute little nickname of mine. It's a mashup of my full name, Anna Zoller, rhymes with dollar, combined with a very simple sentiment that is this. Why would you listen to someone mansplain when you could listen to Anne's splain? Wow, right? I mean, that's pretty profound. I wanted to start off by talking about the importance of jumping into whatever it is you're wanting to try. That thing you've been thinking about, wondering if you can do it, and just trying it. Especially if it seems intimidating or scary. If it intimidates or scares you, you gotta lean into that shit. That feeling of like, ooh, I don't know, that sounds kind of hard or... Ooh, that's kind of like a big, a big thing. That is the biggest green flag and how you know that something is perfect to pursue. And uh, that's really it on that. Just full send it. Don't overthink. Don't paralyze yourself with the details. Just start. And this is actually a skill that you can practice by continuously seeking out new experiences you simultaneously lower your threshold of what your brain perceives as scary, hard, or intimidating. I'm using air quotes here. So, feeble example, but I've been experimenting with random hobbies like poetry and painting and making collages. One thing I really want to try is pottery. I think that would be sick. Uh, Also, I'm traveling to as many new places as my PTO will allow. A little bit of background is I never did much traveling as a kid. Literally, my parents considered trips up to northern Minnesota a vacation, which I think tells you everything you need to know about my family. In my entire childhood, we went to South Dakota and Wisconsin Dells. I mean, don't get me wrong. That is a Midwest dream right there but I've I've never been on an airplane with my parents so I had to take matters into my own hands and make traveling a priority for myself another example is I chopped off about 10 inches of my hair this summer which was something I never thought I would do and that I was super afraid of doing for so long and now I'm doing podcasting. So, uh, hello. This podcast is going to be a mixing pot of sorts, and it's disorganized by design. The goal is 
to not box myself in by only discussing certain topics like just career stuff or just health and fitness but at the same time the people want to know what they might expect from this podcast so I've divided up episode ideas into six main categories the first is health and fitness so talking about my gym and lifting journey if you didn't know I love lifting and going to the gym as well as just general information for people looking to get started diet and nutrition supplements which I'll touch on briefly today and my first competition I'm training for later this year as well as in this category I put habits and building discipline the next category is career so perhaps a little bit about my career and what it's like working in advertising if people care Uh, Maybe how I got into advertising, what my day-to-day looks like, and how to get a job. Uh, I have a friend in particular who I can have on that specializes in this. And what is a copywriter, which is my title. And how do brand campaigns and commercials get made? All that stuff I think we could talk about. Next category is introvertedness, aka me being an introvert. So talking about my chronic introvertness and introverts in general. Introvert struggles like having roommates and why are we so misunderstood? Like introverts can be social and other such topics. The next category is relationships. Perhaps even revealing a little bit about my past relationship of five years, which was a very difficult time, but also imperative to the woman standing or recording before you today, as well as toxic relationships, brainwashing, manipulation, and potential red flags that you might look for if you think your relationship might be getting kind of toxic. The next category is mental health. I have diagnosed, emphasis on diagnosed, obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD. So what did OCD look like in my childhood? What does my OCD look like today? And I think this is really important to talk about because for most of my experience, OCD is one of those mental illnesses that not a lot of people understand. And the final category is special guests, ranging from friends of mine who are doing cool stuff or have specialized knowledge to maybe my lifting coach, Coach K, or even my boss and people who are just smart and living out their lives in a way that inspires me. My friend right now is on a three-week-long backpacking trip in Asia, and uh, Liv, if you're listening to this, I would love to ask you about it. I have so many questions. And honestly, this is probably the part that I'm most excited about, and I think this could really go far if I can get some cool people to talk about what they're doing. I think that podcasting is a really great way to track my own growth. Like, where was I a few years ago? Share some of my experience. Where am I today? And where do I want to go? 
how can I get there? So this really partially is a personal project and I'm very excited to explore it. So let's transition to a topic that has been a very real phenomenon in our lives in the Midwest. It's January, coming up on February, dead of winter. I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and we haven't seen the sun in months at this point. It's been cold and windy. Like last week, we had a high of negative six one of the days, I think. And it can be a really hard span of months if that's how you're framing it mentally. And that's one thing I'm fascinated by is how can we reframe things using our own mind? Our minds have the power to make difficult things easy and easy things difficult depending on the way we think about it. Like, yes, when it is a high of zero degrees outside this week, of course I'm crabby and sad and lethargic and feeling restless, not sleeping as well, etc., etc., all the symptoms of seasonal affective disorder. And it's easy to develop this negative dialogue in your head, but let's talk about some strategies I've developed for myself that have made enduring the cold Minnesota winter a little more manageable. Number one is I've been using my happy light a ton. It's a little light with different brightness and warmth settings that's meant to mimic the natural sun in the winter when there is no actual sunlight. I found it really helps boost my awakeness in the morning. I just turn it on right away when I wake up and I wouldn't say it makes me happy, but the brightness definitely gives me more energy in the morning. Number two, and kind of branching off of this, is that I've been using the cold as an opportunity to focus on my health and wellness. I've been taking a good variety of vitamins and supplements. D3 and K2 is a great one. Magnesium, life-changing. I do magnesium L3 and 8, which helps me sleep, but there's lots of different kinds of magnesium that have different health benefits. Iron is great. Biosil helps your body produce more collagen from the inside, which promotes healthy skin, nail, and hair growth. I've also been taking ashwagandha on days that I'm feeling stressed and just need to chill out. Omega-3s are really great for everyone to be taking. And I've been drinking lots of tea. I love tea. I always do mine with raw honey. I recently got a cute little yellow teapot that sits on my stove. And it's just so nice to have something warm in my hands and calms me and keeps me hydrated. I really enjoy the pomegranate tea from Trader Joe's. It's very sweet and fruity. And I also really like the loose leaf tea brand. It's called Herbal Revolution. They grow their herbs on like this farm in Maine. Anyways, their Goodnight Moon tea has whole chamomile flowers and lemon balm in it. And I've noticed it actually does help me fall asleep. I'll even put a chunk of chaga, which is like this root, into my tea. And chaga has so many amazing benefits, like relieving stress, and it's also great for immunity. So yeah, I could go on, but tea is great. Even better if you can get some health benefits out of it. But 
either way, it's the best. So number three, there is this concept called huga. I think I'm saying that right. It's a Danish word that essentially means creating a warm, cozy, and content atmosphere and sharing things in life with good people. The Scandinavian countries do this super well, and frankly, I am jealous, and I'm copying them. So I've been really trying to lean into this concept through a lot of different ways. Firstly is essential oils and candles. I've been spamming my room and my bed with lavender oil, sage, juniper, chamomile, and just making everything smell as fresh and calming as possible. I use an essential oil diffuser that I really love. Um, I put drops of lavender oil on my wool dryer balls so that my laundry smells very good. Side note, don't buy those Downy Unstoppables. They are so expensive and they just use artificial dyes and fragrance. Like, do not support that. Essential oils are great. Uh, in conclusion, I also really like to create warm lighting, wear fuzzy socks, wash my blankets regularly, and then pile them on top of me, reading books, Epsom salt baths are great in general, but especially if you have muscle soreness after exercising. And I also just feel like when I take a bath, I'm just taking super good care of myself. Uh, indoor activities with friends are a great way to embrace the spirit of Huga. I had a friend movie night recently where we watched Saltburn, not going to unpack that film, and we made collages and went thrifting. Also tomorrow I'm going to the sauna village that we have here in Minneapolis with a friend, and we're going to do sauna and cold plunges. Number four is working on personal projects. Yes, that is vague, but in the summer, we forget to pursue those projects that we're really interested in. So now is the perfect time to really lean into those things. Maybe it's making art or making a new recipe that you were intrigued by or working on your personal website, etc., etc. Now is the perfect time to deep dive into a totally new project and just give it a shot. Number five, and finally, this is going to come off harsh, but I mean it in a loving way, put your head down and just get the work done. Whatever that looks like for you. Physical fitness, maybe. Um, actually cooking meals instead of eating out all the time. Maybe it's journaling or writing. Whatever it is, put your all into yourself right now. Practice nailing your habits and set yourself up for success for the rest of 2024. So that leads me into... What are some of my personal goals for 2024? Firstly, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, but I do believe in creating a set of big but also grounded goals to push toward and continuing to modify them and check in on them monthly, weekly, and daily. One of my biggest ones is to compete this year. I've been lifting for a while now and I've had this huge dream of competing and I want to keep it close to my chest for now, but I'm sure I'll be itching to talk about it when it's all said and done. Another big one is meditating. Meditating has a ton of benefits physically, spiritually, mentally, but it's been 
actually hard to truly get myself to do it and to be good at it. And truthfully, I don't know how to clear my mind and just sit and be present and to let thoughts pass. And I don't know if this is partially because of my OCD. I get a lot of lot of racing thoughts or if it's just because I have so many things going on. I'm always looking at something on my phone and I really just want to be able to sit and just be present and let my thoughts pass and to be able to like intentionally clear my mind is such a useful skill. So nailing that this year is one of my biggest goals. Another goal is I want to travel to at least three new places and explore some new cities. Pretty simple and straightforward. I want to use social media in a more inspirational and creative sense versus as a way to try to achieve a certain social appearance or status. I want to lean into social media as a way to share my thoughts and ideas and cool photography and create reels and videos and add music and just create a vibe. So my next goal is to embrace a more minimalist lifestyle. And I think this is worthy of a whole episode in itself, but I'm learning more and more about minimalism and how shaving things out of your life is tied to increased levels of happiness versus trying to add, 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 which only leaves you feeling less satisfied. And it's hard because trends are changing every other second. TikTok is pushing products at you, but it never really makes you feel any more satisfied. So I really want to have less this year and try to embrace minimalism. My last goal, which I set every year, but I never reach it, is to stop biting my nails. It's genetic. I can't help it. I've tried everything and I've never been able to do it. But maybe 2024 is my year. Maybe this year I will have the most healthy, beautiful long nails. I I really hope that I can, but uh, it's been a failure up to this point. But yeah, That is it for this episode. Thank you for coming along with me and I'll see you guys in the next one. 